I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. He's Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, and we are here with your after news and in a bit of a breaking news situation. We initially came in here and we already have recorded one news video surrounding Dave Meltzer's speculation, let's just say, on Wrestling Observer Radio about Cody Rhodes potentially going to WWE, them offering him loads of bloody money to make the jump, basically, because he hadn't re-signed with AEW. And we walked out of here about 10 minutes ago thinking, well, that's it, job done, back to the podcast game. And now, AEW have tweeted this quote from Tony Khan. Cody and Brandy Rhodes were integral to the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability, combined with his boldness and his passion for our industry and his love for community outreach, helped AEW deliver on our mission to give fans what they needed for far too long. Something new, innovative and lasting. Brandy helped us shape the AEW story and appreciate how hard she fought for us both in the ring and out of the ring. Being in the women's division while advancing our efforts at inclusion and civic causes, including great partnerships with Culture City and the American Heart Association, I have immense respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy and I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. Uh, Cody himself uh, tweeted uh, how his love for AEW and what he was able to achieve there. Um, so, Sige, this has gone in the last few minutes from a story about speculations, but us generally dismissing the fact that Cody could it's make all the, the work. Leap, yeah, the leap to WWE to... Oh, bollocks, this is really happening. What do you reckon? Jeez, I'm shell-shocked. I'm going to struggle to articulate my thoughts here. The first thing I want to get across is that I hope... Um, Cody Rhodes, despite having a really divisive reputation um, over the last year, I suppose, I really hope his contribution to All Elite Wrestling isn't remembered in shorthand as, oh, you know, he's very ambitious, made a bet with Dave Meltzer, um, cut a really good promo and had a work, worked a great program with Chris Jericho, then he entered the Codyverse and that was it. Mm-hmm. I, he was so much more important to AEW. AEW would not exist, I don't think, without Cody Rhodes. Um, and if you look at who he lost to, which was always a huge, huge... We had to talk about it in the past tense. Yes. It was always a huge point of consternation um, amongst AEW fans. You know, people didn't want him to lose to Lance Archer, to Malachi Black, uh, to Penta El Zero Miedo, but they weren't building the company around those three names. Mm-hmm. As much as I personally love all three of them, they were building around the four pillars pretty much from day one. MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, 
and Cody Rhodes lost to all three of those in genuine star-making performances. He was a huge asset. Weird, again, in the past tense. He was, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he was a huge asset to All Elite Wrestling. He decided to win a lot of matches with the idea that if he was going to be a star, and he had to be a star to make the people he wanted to put over look good. What an incredible asset. What a fascinating run. He never did anything that was boring. He's got incredibly over in every sort of way as like the babyface savior of North American professional wrestling to the John Cena like polarizing reactions wonderful promos fascinating storyline developments like incredible angles those uh, late 2019 angles with Chris Jericho were fantastic yeah um, I can understand some of the complaints that um, haunted him throughout his tenure I didn't necessarily agree with them but I do understand them this is seismic it's not just a top star leaving a company it's a guy who built a company leaving um, I expect this to be developing as the days go yeah. on Brandy Rhodes leaving at the same time there's a story there I expect I don't know what it is, but she's legitimately been on Dynamite like two weeks ago mm. in a pretty poorly received development. Might the reception to that development have something to do with her departure as well, considering she was all over the show? There might be more stories to break on this in the coming days. Well, you know, we can sit here and speculate, is all we can do really, about the, the Rhodes' future. Um, there is obviously the possibility that they could go to WWE, as Meltzer has been speculating on on Wrestling Observer Radio, as we talked about about 10 minutes ago, which is lost forever now. Um, they obviously could go off and do other business ventures, uh, you know, television stuff or whatever it may be. Or, and I hate to bring a gimmick into this, and this is not me playing a character no, 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 now. No, that's fine. Or, this could all be a work. What do you reckon to all? Because obviously, I've already seen some people on social media going, well, if Cody leaves and then comes back, couldn't he then fight for the world, uh, world title? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's a work. Um, the initial... They're not a corny organisation. They work people. They've drip-fed, for example, the CM Punk return rumour. Yes. That was an obvious tactical leak. They have, um, in the past, worked the media. Um, I don't think this is it. I don't think they specifically like really put their hearts across the um, community and charity initiatives as part of the press release confirming their yeah, exit. If this is a work, I think that's an exceptionally poor taste. I think when you see that statement in the exact font that it is I feel like they wouldn't mess with the integrity of the company on that sort of level they don't they're not mentioning how much they loved past tense the charity work if they're just working the marks that I just think they're gone at this point I think they're gone on the WWE thing what a huge coup um we know that the uh, WWE that is are really worried or have historically been worried about the perception that um, All Elite Wrestling is this new sort of superpower who's taken like a share of their of their monopoly and they've been worried about their perception as this sort of fading um, organisation with terrible morale that everyone wants to leave. I think it was Brody Lee um, who revealed on Talk as Jericho that Triple H was alleged to have said we can't let you go even though you've asked because if you look at everyone else who wants to leave and the narratives that are running around it will look like the rats are leaving the sinking ship in one fell swoop they could completely subvert the perception yeah. that AEW is where the people want to wrestle and WWE is the place where oh, we're pig sick of the lives but it's where we make the money if Cody Rhodes a cornerstone of that company willingly jumps to WWE 
my god, their reputation as a place to go gets rehabbed instantly. And the big trick is if they can actually book Cody Rhodes, maybe some of the people who aren't getting TV time, this, I don't think it's going to be the start of something, the second paradigm shift in like four years, but... <laughs> Who the hell knows this is, uh, stranger things have happened. Stranger things are happening in the in the wrestling news sphere throughout all of 2022. Uh, we will, of course, bring you the latest updates as soon as we get it on this story. But please do let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed in the comments section below. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Well, let's talk a little bit about Stone Cold Steve Austin, actually, because we reported on it this morning. Uh, further developments uh, with Meltzer suggesting it looks like it may well happen, a match for Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 38. One would assume, of course, Kevin Owens uh, surrounding the reports uh, as the name that would be across the ring from him. PW Insider also providing an update on sort of the background uh, in terms of how long WWE has been working towards this. PW Insider uh, sharing the fact that apparently WWE first approached Stone Cold about the gig in late December 20. 2021. Uh, they apparently wanted to sort of uh, kick off the comeback story around the Rumble. That obviously hasn't happened, but on Raw last night, as we mentioned, you've got Kevin Owens shooting on Texas. Stone Cold Steve Austin, a Texas boy, defending the Lone Star State. I mean, Jesus Christ, I really did not expect to wake up to this particular news. I think it's so surreal that people can't really accept that it's potentially more likely than not happening, hence why there hasn't been as much of an eruption of buzz as you'd expect. This is an absolutely gigantic story, but perhaps because we can't let ourselves believe it, I guess. Um, It doesn't really feel like it's flooded uh, the pro wrestling discourse. I'm mixed on all of this. 
There's a way to present incredibly old for wrestling guys in the right context and get the most out of them. Uh, we saw uh, Giant Baba in the early days, of, sorry, the early 90s of All Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm. They got a lot out of his legendary status. AEW are doing it with Sting mm -hmm. at present. The issue is that the way to get the maximum magic out of someone who's physically limited is to obscure them in plain sight half the time to do smoke and mirrors, to partner them alongside younger um, wrestlers who can do a lot of the work. Steve Austin returning in WWE, it's like he's not going to do a tag match. He's not going to yeah. have someone to do a lot of the bumping for him. They just don't really take tag teams wrestling seriously as a form or as a vehicle to sell main event storylines. So my worry is that they'll try to like badly overexpose the 57-year-old Steve Austin. It's one of those things. I'm cynical going into it, but I'm not like completely and utterly numb to this. If Austin, in good shape, can work a really serviceable brawl with Kevin Owens, and that's all we can reasonably expect from a 57-year-old Stone Cold Steve Austin with his home state cheering him on. Like, done right, it could be magic. My worry is that it's just not the WWE way to, to really protect their older veterans. Yeah, I don't think there's really any need to complicate it. Like you say, we all just want to see him back in the wrestling ring doing all the Test press, the, the stunner, etc., etc., um, that, that we we knew and loved him for back in the day. He never got fat and old, did he? No. He's always looked almost identical to the guy who saved the business or saved the Fed anyway in 1998. Um, he's always kept himself trim. His bump clock, realistically, he had some hard ticks, but not that many of them. Who knows? It might be magic after all. And if they're struggling to, to, to sell any more WrestleMania tickets, rumors around like two for one deals and stuff like that. Stone Cold Steve Austin on the card will certainly shift a fair just few. Just don't tell them which night. Do not tell them which night. It's like, oh, make your choice. We're <laughs> yeah. not going to tell you. No, exactly. Maybe both. But just, just get both to make sure. Yeah, just exactly. Sure. Uh, right, let's provide a bit of an update on Samoa Joe. Obviously released for the second bloody time by WWE back in January of this year. And he's been teasing a wrestling return on his Instagram, posting a photo of him sitting in a, a lovely place. And he'd been away with his family, enjoying a peaceful week up on the mountain with friends and family, he said. Uh, and there's a big jigsaw in front of him, and it says the pieces are beginning to come together. Uh, what do you reckon uh, Samoa Joe wrestling return? And would you like to see him somewhere like AEW? <sighs> it's a special attraction figure, yes. I think that... Samoa Joe working a full-time schedule is not a good idea. I think it would sort of undermine his aura, taint his aura. If you saw, like, latter phase, latter days um, Samoa mm. Joe, like, working dark or working as a Bobby Fish type figure. AEW is very sort of cognizant of pro wrestling history and they love to preserve it. The idea of Samoa Joe, like, returning to something, approaching his legendary indie run, but in short bursts, really physical bursts, like they do well to restore his aura I think I think realistically like Samoa Joe would be better off booked as a Sting adjacent figure mm -hmm. rather than someone like a Brian Danielson, like I just don't think that he's been at his very best genuinely for like over a decade at this point um, it's a special part time attraction that King of the Indies has returned so to speak, yes but it's a regular fixture there's just too much talent who aren't getting enough TV time as it is yeah, real shame that WWE let him go, in my opinion. I thought he was excellent as an, uh, an occasional wrestler, like we saw uh, briefly in, in NXT, of course, uh, before they released him. And I thought he did a, a sensational job as a commentator and was seemingly transitioning into that role very well. And then, well, WWE did what WWE often does. Uh, let's talk a little bit about AEW, because the final story today surrounds Billy Gunn uh, give, giving out some advice on why some people maybe aren't getting over as much as they should. Uh, he's been talking with Busted Open Radio, saying that 
Today's workers need to let fans get, quote, emotionally invested in their characters and what they represent. Uh, he said he didn't think it's a good idea to over-rely on big spots or big moves to get a reaction instead. He said that, according to Gunn, is, quote, forgotten the next time somebody walks out the tunnel. Uh, he said basically you should be getting the reaction that you get when you hit the, the the huge moves simply by walking to the ring. What do you make of this take? Uh, not much. If I'm being perfectly honest, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I've heard and seen and read veterans say variations of this sort of take since the minute I first started reading Insider Wrestling yes. Mags and all the rest of it. It's, they love saying like that and I completely agree with it. In principle, the spaces between moves are what matters the most. Getting it character over yeah it's it all makes complete sense like hangman page however has proved that he can do both things he's an absolute lunatic in the ring when he wants to be yes and he's developed like a new sort of strain of storytelling that can um engage with a very specifically millennium audience look he's he's not saying anything wrong but it's weird that he's saying it in his guise as a coach in AEW because more of the roster are over than aren't. Yes, I get it. You know, you got some people who do bonkers spots, Darby Allen, for example. But then on the other hand, you also have people like MJF who do still do big spots and what have yeah. you. And I've had some phenomenal, probably five star worthy day uh, matches recently. But also, he gets that reaction sometimes by just walking to the ring. So there, I mean, I get it. There is something to be learned there, but it's also. It's sometimes not that simple. I think you need to grab people's attention and then introduce them to your character. But yeah, emotional investment, I suppose, is the key for, for people. And I find that a lot easier to do when it comes to AW more so than WWE. Yeah, absolutely. The book and helps as well. Yes, exactly. The good book and the good, competent, logical book and helps as well. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed, particularly the Cody Rhodes story, of course, in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Got the Raw Review available right now. We're previewing NXT 2.0 and Vengeance Day uh, a little bit later on today as well. Uh, plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. And if you like hearing what Michael Sidgwick's had to say about AEW, you can get his brilliant book. Smoother, becoming smoother. all the heats. Uh, the Rise of AEW. Uh, on Amazon is the best place to go. So if you want to go and get that wherever you are in the world, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. This has been your afternoon. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.